welcome to Sorry You Went Viral, where we talk about the stories that everyone's sharing online and on WhatsApp and what it's really like to go viral. I'm Tim. And I'm Hannah. And before we get into the nitty gritty details of this week's podcast, uh, we have to update all of you uh, on a story from the last show we did, which was all about Monkey Gate. You'll remember the little boy, <laughs> Hal, who had lost his monkey, his beloved stuffed toy, um, on a flight to New York. And a big appeal went out on Twitter for, through uh, his mum's friend, Jill, who we spoke to last week, and, an appeal to find monkey or to replace monkey, heaven forbid. And anyway, Tim, we've got an update on that. Yes, so Jill, who we spoke to, has updated um, us on the story she posted on Twitter, I think it was on Friday, saying a lovely picture of Hal, the boy, the nine-year-old boy who we uh, discussed last week. He's been, um, re- you say reunited, <laughs> but uh, as, as Jill told United. us... United. United, yes. As, <laughs> as, as Jill told us, a lovely gesture from a, from a man who uh, had a replica exact replica of that teddy that was out of um out of stock that had now um that she he'd sent to jill and as you can see there if you're watching on the video he's been reunited with the monkey um she says a monkey got back from his new york adventure been up the empire state building apparently (laughs) um but and it says the owner is none the wiser Yeah, and it's just one of those lovely stories, isn't it, that we can do a full circle on and say, actually, social media sometimes is a force for good, um, which is nice to see and nice to hear about on a podcast like this as well. Indeed. And just another quick thing from Jill. You may remember that she talked about how um, Hal had been uh, got a postcard from Monkey uh, during his adventure. Uh, Monkey, I say Monkey, Hal had written a postcard to Jill, which she received a few days ago saying thank you so much for looking after uh for looking out for monkey in new york oh. and talking about it thanks again love how oh godmother of the year well done <laughs> <laughs> next up on the show we're going to talk about what went viral over the last week and the first story we're going to look at is this uh, a baseball star in the u.s um whose wife and two young children uh, were flying from somewhere to somewhere and the kids kind of, as they do, uh, made a mess and there was popcorn everywhere. And you'll be able to see, I think, maybe on some of the the, the images you're putting up now. Um, And what happened was that um, the flight attendant apparently told his pregnant wife to clean up after her children and clear up the mess. And this baseball star, um, his name is uh, Anthony Bass. Um, He plays for Toronto Blue Jays. I actually don't know what that means, but there we go. Um, (laughs) Well done, Anthony Bass. He got onto uh, Twitter and tweeted out to his presumably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, isn't this disgraceful? I can't believe um, that um, a flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife travelling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Seen by 67, seen 67 million times. Mm. Um, and it's really divided opinion. He's had quite a lot of a backlash. So on the one hand, you kind of go, yeah, awful. Don't make a pregnant woman clean up uh, mess. But also on the other hand, you go, it's not a flight attendant's job to, to do that. And lots of people are weighing in saying, that's just parenting, love. Get on with it. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, you're right. The pet has been attacked by, criticised by parents, other airline workers, people who work mm-hmm. in the industry, also some baseball fans chucking in a couple of jabs about his uh, pitching 
uh, <laughs> rates this season. But yeah, you're right. It was interesting. He's actually only got about 30,000 followers uh, on Twitter. But as you said, 67 million times, because this is the kind of story we've seen this so many times, you know, especially when it comes to customer service. In the heat of the moment, you want to vent your anger. And understandably, he would be um, emotionally charged by this. But, you know, did he do the best thing by tweeting it yeah and he said as well that um united are going to sort of deal with this matter internally i think or you know on the quiet and you wonder whether actually if he'd just done this quietly himself he would have just got exactly the same result and it all would have been um a lot more savory uh the other interesting bit about this story though is that he's his sister-in-law so mm. his wife's sister who's a country music singer yes. um and presumably has a considerable following herself online she weighed into it as well saying you know this is my poor sister is on her hands and knees crying uh crying in the aisle completely humiliated and exhausted we obviously don't know have the context we don't know from the flight attendants um perspective whether you know she was bullying and harassing a, a pregnant woman in which case that would be awful and that's a t- totally different thing but if she was just saying clean up after your clean up the popcorn after your kids um again just a different thing but it, it, you use people can use the power of social media and the weight of you know if they've got family members who have all these followers as well to really try and kind of like hammer home their um their their point or their position uh to what end here i think he's probably just embarrassed himself a bit and probably embarrassed his wife <laughs> indeed as you said i think cooler heads have now prevailed and uh yeah. Anthony did post um uh, later on, a picture of his daughter, which you can see on the screen here, enjoying some popcorn. <laughs> but I think um, it is uh, things have calmed down and, and moved on, which is great to see. Yeah. Um, next up on um, what went viral, Joe Wicks. Now, I'm sure Hannah, like you, um, and like me, you were you doing Joe Wicks in you know bouncing yeah. up and down in your living room during lockdown. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Joe Wicks was just one of those sa- sort of like heroes, wasn't he? Who's the saviour who got us all through and got us moving through the pandemic. Um, and he has obviously built up this huge reputation and huge following and presumably huge wealth in his business as, um, from being the guy next door, the guy who is thoroughly, thoroughly relatable and down to earth. And what's happened um, in this story is that, as, as far as I understand, it, he splits his time between the UK and the US. So he's out in the in the States at the moment. And he's he posted a picture on Instagram um, of, or several pictures actually, of his wife, who is a model, mum of three, um, and looking very, very slim and fit. And she's there in a gym. And he was praising her, saying, isn't it great that she looks like this? I'm so proud of her for working so hard um, on her fitness. She's never been stronger. And doing all of this whilst our youngest, who's only six months old, doesn't sleep as well so it's amazing and the response has been really really split again some people saying that's amazing how how kind of like motivational that yes everyone can get out there and should get out there and and do it and feel their best selves but a lot of other people saying this is enormously trigger triggering Mm. um people the majority of people who are his followers don't have the same resources available to them, whether that's in financial childcare support um, or having a massive gym in your backyard mm. <laughs> or, um, you know, just a whole host of things um, and that he it was completely out of touch. Plus, she is, you know, she is a model. She's a very beautiful woman. Um, and, you know, he's, I think he says in his message, maybe we can bring it up yeah. now, but I think he says about, you know, genetics clearly play a part. But it's like, well, but what about all the other things that clearly play a part in this as well? Because there'll be a lot of women who will be, who clearly are you know, considering the response, um, upset and he might lose lose a bit of a following as a result of it because people are feeling like this isn't the guy next door my mate anymore. This is someone who's 
got an unattainable lifestyle that they're shoving in my face. Don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. I think what was interesting for me again, this is like previous, like the previous post could be quite triggering. Um, but the the, mm. the the reply that got about four thousand um, likes was from a, a assuming mum who you know is very constructive in her response. So she says she Rosie looks amazing. It would be helpful though to acknowledge the time, money, and resources to be able to do this. Mm. An awful lot of parents aren't in the same position, and I thought it was really nice. And again, something which we don't often see, but more of a considered response than a, than an upset one. Although some do say, you know, so damaging, unhelpful for so many mums, all mums' bodies should be celebrated. And I think, again, speaking as dads, you know, I could be in the gym right now, but I've taken the time out, sacrificed my body to come <laughs> to, to you. Well, on behalf of your, your wife and women of the world, thank you, Tim. <laughs> Indeed. Well, let's see, I'll talk about my, my belly anymore on this show. Um, but yeah, it is. No, it's, it's a shame. It's for all parents have that struggles, and I think it's it, it it can be really hard. And you know, it's not the only post that's caused a bit of controversy from Jones. Yeah, yeah. So there's another one. Um, his youngest child, who, as I mentioned before, was only sort of I think six months old or something like that. <laughs> Again, they're out in the states, and there's this image that I mean, I think it's quite funny, but you can see uh, her. I think it's a little girl, and um, her there, who's she's you know, sort of hanging off some um, monkey bars. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, one can only assume that she was there for a split second and he's obviously right there next to her. Um, and they just it was just one of those candid camera moments. And um, and <laughs> it's just quite funny. But a lot of people kind of like saying, oh, this is outrageous parenting. And uh, again, the backlash. And I just it's a it's a fine line that he has to tread mm. um, social media um, it, and is clearly his avenue his his route to, to of communication to to reach his followers and and to build to continue to build his business and i just wonder whether he might take a sort of a, 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 just reflect on this and go okay I, I need to kind of like change up my the content that i'm that i'm putting in there he always talks about his family he always has talked about his family but um I don't know, perhaps um, altering the tone a little bit. And I, I also don't know whether Rosie, his wife, has uh, sort of social channels herself and whether she would kind of like want to kind of either defend him for praising her or speak out about her body or her fitness regime or whatever. Um, it would just be quite interesting, I suppose, to hear from from the other side. So we'll see. Um, the, the, the Wicks family are coming in for a bit of stick at the moment. Indeed. Next up, allotment. Um, validism. They may have seen this story um, uh, uh, across the media, TV, online, on social yeah. this week. Um, horrible story of a woman called Carly uh, from Harlow, my old stomping ground, who um, transformed her garden into an allotment to basically provide food, um, organic fruit and vegetables for those on benefits, those on just mm -hmm. a state pension, doing tremendous things. But... She posted a video on TikTok um, showing very, very, very upset, showing that her allotment had been targeted by apparently by vandals and had, um, uh, salt had been thrown onto the soil, which apparently kills the onions uh, that she, the onion seeds that she had planted. Um, let's just show you a little clip of what happened. I'm absolutely heartbroken. Someone's jumped over in the night and put salt all over the land. That means everything I've planted, planted won't grow. And I can't replant on it because it won't grow. So all the hours and hours and hours of work that we've put in is now dead. 
and they've done it everywhere. As you can see, very upset. Um, but what's been fantastic to see is how the nation has rallied behind her to help support her. Mm. Her GoFundMe account, which I think she had set up previously to raise money for her her cause has got now over a quarter of a million pounds um, from influencers like Gary Lineker and uh, Dragon's Den star Stephen Bartlett. Um, and it's been fantastic to see uh, and seeing also then um, the community rallying around, you know, that video really kind of galvanised the community. All sorts of people have come together to help replace that soil, uh, which you can see here on the screen if you're watching on video. And also then replanting the crops. And she's now posted another video. Uh, she did reveal that she actually doesn't know how to use the internet. So it must be her <laughs> friend or uh, one of her one of her children. Um, but it's a lovely, um, it's been lovely to see. Yeah, well done her. Now next up, um, I don't know about you, Hannah, but I, I admit I'm not really a Drake or Weekend kind of guy. I'm more of a magic in Heart 90s. To be honest, we're, we're like kindred spirits. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I know who they are. I know who they are. That's that's a good start. Indeed. Um, but um, what was fascinating this week is this um, creator called Ghostwriter has created a, a song using artificial intelligence um, to basically clone the voices of Drake in the weekend um, and create his own song that sounds absolutely like them. Yeah, it's it's completely terrifying. Um, and uh, presumably, I mean, how on earth do you copyright something that you haven't done yet, or even dreamt up yet, or created? Um, so you know, legally, this is a complete minefield. Um, uh, as is so many things related to AI and machine learning these days. Um, but it does beg the question then. What else can AI do? Mm. I mean, in terms of like bringing back voices from the dead, you know, we might have new Elvis tracks or or Beatles numbers or, you know, who knows? There might be some sort of Beethoven symphony in the works as well. Um, it's quite extraordinary to think what what AI, what artificial intelligence can do compared to, you know, us mere mortals. Um, and really kind of got a lot of legal legal bods in a bit of a tiz with this one. Next, um, you may uh, may know of a guy, Hannah, very famous in Merseyside called Pete Price. Uh, yeah, no, I hadn't actually heard of of, of Pete before. Um, this is uh, he's um, an older gentleman, but I think he's in his sort of mid seventies something, um, and uh, very kind of well known, as you say, within Merseyside and Liverpool uh, on the radio. And he went to Aintree for the Grand National, yeah. and. Um, Let's just have a, I mean, maybe you can give a bit of a background on, on exactly what happened and we can post some of the video and you'll explain why it's only some of it. Yeah. So before we play the recording, just to explain, he's kind of gone viral in Merseyside. He's now infamous for, for some reason, not entirely sure why. He, um, uh, he, people go up to him and post of, on social media at him, calling him a lizard. Now, 
of all the things to call someone, but hey, um, he generally has embraced it. But as you said, he was at Aintree for the Grand National private event and um, someone came up to him and uh, did something. We don't know what, but has obviously triggered him and uh, provoked this quite emotional response. And you said that to me. So look, yeah, as you can hear, that's, you know, he's clearly very upset there. Uh, and is this, we've seen this a lot um, with celebrities over, over the years. You know, it's never those who necessarily have created the video or filmed it or antagonised someone. It's always the celebrity who then, who then reacts and then is punished in a way for it. And he's gone to Twitter to apologise. He posted this statement, which you can see on your screen if you're watching on a video feed, apologising, you know, for the use of language, saying but he's beyond hurt, upset and angry that his clear distress has been released as a source of amusement. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a hard one, isn't it? Because as you say, he was he was he was actually at a public event. He was at the Grand National Aintree, but in a private capacity. He wasn't there, you know, performing a role. Um and so it's it's a it's a tough line to 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 walk for people who are in the public eye. Um I don't know how active he is on Twitter as a general rule anyway um but he clearly didn't know that he was being filmed and certainly didn't know that this was then going to be posted um and and used against him as well so he's he's used social media as his means of kind of like responding and apologizing um but yeah very sorry for him that he did go viral in this manner because clearly it's not the portrayal of himself that he would want to 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 show off um and and what do you do in the future you know it's kind of do you do you go to these public events Mm. where if you know that you're going to be the butt of some jokes or targeted potentially targeted in some way do you avoid going i mean that's no way to that's no way to live and anyone in the public eye shouldn't have to shouldn't have to really make those those choices and as i said as well he's he's also in his late 70s so um i i'm uh, very uncomfortable about anyone being targeted at any age but especially when they're potentially a little bit more vulnerable um so i feel very sorry for him Next up, we're going to talk about what it's like uh, to go viral. And one story that has been um, really rocking us all over the last week or so um, is the young lad, Ralph Yarl, 16-year-old teen, a teenager in the, in the US, is actually in the state of Missouri, who was shot on a doorstep simply because he'd stepped on the wrong doorstep and, and had rung the wrong doorbell. Um, now, we should say that, that, that he is a, a black teenager and he has miraculously survived um and as far as we know he is recovering well at home with his family but there is a racial of course element to this largely because um the person the man who shot him is a white uh, elderly man um and there's a whole legal kind of thing going on now because he has been um uh, arrested and there'll be a whole case and trial uh, no doubt um but the reason that we're, we're talking about this on this show is because shocking as it is it wouldn't necessarily have got the prominence in the media or you know around the world as it as it has if it weren't for young ralph's aunt um so tim tell us a little bit more about about her yeah um you're absolutely right horrendous story but what has really kind of galvanized people on social media and you've seen celebrities such as justin timberlake who doesn't often use social media uh post about this story is his, uh, the boy's aunt, Dr. Faith Spoonmore, who um, is on Instagram. If you want to check her out at uh, A Healthy Mixture. 
And she posed on her bio, she says she's a digital content creator. And what she's done is basically created videos and posted updates of her campaign for justice. Let's just show you one of those videos. His name is Raphael Yaw. On April 13, Ralph was on his way to pick up his younger siblings from a friend's house. He accidentally went to the wrong address. He parked in the driveway, went up to the door and rang the doorbell. The man inside opened up the door and shot him in the head through the glass door. I've got a lot of DMs from people wondering how, I, how they can help. The only help that I need and that my family needs right now is to get attention on this situation. I want to get as much light shine on this situation as we can possibly get. So what's fascinating here is how it's really, this video has been shared and she hasn't done any media herself. She's left it to um, to Ralph's parents, but her updates on social media, um, both uh, the initial that little video, but also little updates talking about her campaign for justice has really galvanized people, predominantly on Instagram, but then those videos have been shared elsewhere on Twitter and TikTok. Um, she set up a GoFundMe uh, page, and that's now at $3 million, um, which is absolutely extraordinary. And she's been updating people on his condition on that page as well. It's interesting because you've been saying about um, she hasn't done any media, she hasn't done any mainstream no. media, obviously, that's what we've on the news and we've seen his, his family, um, his parents and the like, but um, she has made a huge impact. It shows, the, again, the power of, of digital platforms to create reach and presumably she already had um you know certainly an understanding of digital content how to get things out there and maybe a, a following herself um but it's amazing what you can do uh, in terms of if, if if it's a you know a serious issue like a quest for justice um in terms of gaining more support um and you know galvanizing action like making people actually do something about this in terms of black lives matter and and whatever the 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 direct campaign will be for for Ralph. Um, so yeah, again, huge kudos to her and well done. Now, finally on the show, time for our moment of mindfulness. And this has provided such joy across uh, the internet this week. Um, you may have heard of the song. It's called If I Were a Fish. Um, this is from a, a content creator, a musician called Karuk. I think I pronounced that correctly, who said she was having a very emotional day, feeling insecure and out of place, and she cried to her girlfriend, and then they decided to write a song about it, and they did it in 10 minutes, um, uh, to what she said is, remembering the joy in being different. Uh, let's have a little listen. If I were a fish and you caught me, you'd say, look at that fish, shimmering in the sun, such a rare one, can't believe that you caught one. I mean, it's just 
joy uh, in a song, isn't it? And, you know, even if you're only listening to sort of 10, 15 seconds of it, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is so catchy. <laughs> it's so upbeat. I love it so much. You felt like you've heard it before, which is always like the best kind of like the best pop songs and catchiest songs are always the ones that you feel like, yeah, I'm sure I've heard that before somewhere. And um, there's a method in that. It will probably be an AI generated next we'll hear or something anyway. But <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, no, I thought it was absolutely lovely. And it spawned as a result, loads of people to then try and do sort of duet it um and and you know copy it as well and we know that tiktoks obviously was initially all about you know music and dance and things like that so they've, they've chosen that platform to to put this out there and it's got a really nice meaning behind mm. it as well she was saying she was feeling really low and this is just upbeat and happy and it made her feel good and celebrating being different and i just thought well if that's different then i want in that's um it's it's just gorgeous i've been singing it ever since i won't bore you with it now <laughs> i think we're gonna run out of time unfortunately for that but um as you <laughs> said it's brilliant it's got last time i looked over nine and a half million views for the original video and what you, you you're right tiktok itself has helped really fuel this by people duetting it which you can't really do on any other platform has helped it yeah. popularize it um and then they have shared the, the this um the woman has then shared duetting other people's duets of of the videos uh and that's being released as a single which is fantastic and oh it is and oh, lastly right. just to tie a bow on things you did talk about ai there is a video version of someone's done an ai version of the song with ariana grande singing it as well. oh brilliant oh well there we go i wasn't completely off the mark <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, presumably Ariana won't won't mind too much, even though it's actually not her in real life <laughs> doing it. But because it's all for a good cause and it's a and it's a catchy song, so I guess it boosts her profile Indeed. as well. And that's it for this week's show. Thanks very much for listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, um, please do like. Um, if you're on um, YouTube or on podcast, please do like and and or subscribe. It really makes a difference to us. And again, you can catch us on any of the the main social accounts and social profiles just look for us and sorry you went viral uh, we'll be back next week with another show um, but thanks again and speak to you soon thanks everyone bye if i were fish and you caught me you'd say look at that fish shimmering in the sun such a rare one you'd say look at that fish shimmering in the